Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Kudumansville, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Miller, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. ...to have our first Tuesday night special for the year 2022. We know for a fact that you will bless us. You will bless us in these services. You will teach us. You will empower us. Visit us with your mighty Holy Spirit strengthen us. Raise a workforce strong for you Lord in the name of Jesus. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus name. Amen. Alright you may be seated in the presence of God. Okay. Acts chapter 2. Tonight I'm sharing a, a short message hopefully and I pray that we'll be blessed. <laughs> and the title of my message is The Basenta. The Basenta. Amen. So it's the beginning of something. It's taking us somewhere. We'll find out as we go forward. Amen. The Basenta. The Basenta. The Basenta. A church in your house. All right. So Acts chapter 2, I'm reading from 41. It says that, Then they that gladly received his word were baptized, and the same day there were added unto them about 3,000 souls. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and in fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayer. All right, 43. And fear came upon every soul, and many signs and wonders were done by the hands of the apostles. Verse 44, and all that believed were together and had all things in common. 45, and so their possessions and goods imparted with them to all men as every man had need. Then it and they continuing daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Verse 47. Praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. Amen. From this beautiful piece of scripture, we see God's format of the church. Okay? In verse 46, it says, And they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart. So here, immediately, we see that church had two faces. One was continuing daily with one accord in the temple, which is the church. Christ our hope cathedral. Um, something something venue at Sweetwaters. Something something avenue at Imbali. 
something, something Boulevard at Popomene. Do you get it? 214 St. Mass Road, Mass Grave. Do you get it? 90 something Josephine Dooley, Deben. Do you get it? So that was the temple. So they had church in the temple. Amen. They had church in the temple. So it's important to go to church in the church. Amen. Amen. And never take, never take it for granted. Bible says, do not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is. Do you get it? But rather continue even the more as you see the day approaching. As you see that the coming of the Lord is approaching. Continue even more. Amen. Continue more in it. But they had another type of church, which was from house to house. House to house. House to house. Actually, I wanted to call this my message, the house to house church. Do you get the house to house church? But I want to stay with what we are familiar with. Do you get it? One of the things we try to do in the church is to stay with the main line teaching. The, the, what the, even... Even what you are teaching, stay with the terms of the terminology of the house. It keeps you on track. Do you see? As soon as you start to try to come up with your own terms, that feeds the deception that, oh, I got some revelation. I got some something. I got some something. Then by the time you realize you have, you have gone into the bush. Do you get it? But if you stay with the terminology of the house, even because none of our things are secrets, everybody knows, all our church members know everything. Even it's not the first time I'm preaching about Bacentes. Everybody knows about it. So when you give it the, the in-house titles, also it guides you to stay. The church members can see when you are going into the bush. Do you get it? Uh-huh. So it's like that. So, but what I'm trying to emphasize is that they had... They had a church from house to house, okay? A church from house to house. Now, that, that house church, the church that happens in houses is what we call in the church the basenta. Amen. It's what we call the basenta. The basenta. All right? So, I've written here that the house to house church is made up of centers and basentes. Do you get the church in your house is made up of centers. So some centers can meet in somebody's house. And then basentes also meet in houses. Amen. Amen. This year we want to ensure that if you say you have a basenta, you have a weekly meeting. Amen. 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 You don't have a basenta until you have a weekly meeting. You can't say you have a basenta. All you do is to go and collect the people on Sunday to bring them to church. Then your basenta is, will be inadequate because it won't fulfill the things the basenta does, which I'm going to take you through. Then we go. I told you it's a short family gathering. Anything I don't say this week, God willing, next Tuesday, I will say it. <laughs> do you get it? God giving us life. Amen. So the first thing I want to establish with you is that in the New Testament, when the first church was established, they had church in two places. One was in the church, and the other one was house to house. 
I need you to accept it and believe you can see it in the Bible. Amen. That they had church. So you don't say it's only when we come to Christ, our whole cathedral, that we can have church. Do you see? One of the battles I'm fighting with my branch pastors is not to just think that things only happen at the main church. Anything that is happening at the main church can happen at your church. Amen. I'm going to start a, a new church. I, look, when you see my plans for the church, you think I'm building First Love Center. <laughs> Meanwhile, I don't have much. Even today, the people ask me, so how many are you? I mean, I was introduced to some white pastor. and I said, How many? I said, we are the ones. We who are, we are the church. <laughs> and then we were four. Then I said, even this guy is not part of the church. He has a branch in town. So he will not be coming here. So one, two, three. We are the mega church. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to ask, are you arranging so many chairs? We'll use all of them. If he had asked, I would say, we'll use all of them. <laughs> Do you get it? So that's one, one of the things I'm fighting hard to get into my branch pastors. That anything, even your branch can grow bigger than this church. Why not? It can even become bigger than this church. Hallelujah. But you have to first see it. And then to believe it. First see which is picture it with your spirit. That it can happen. And then you believe it. Then you start to work towards it. Amen. Hallelujah. So I'm saying that. I'm trying to diffuse that mind. That church can only happen here. Church can happen in your house. We can have church in your house. Amen. Church can happen in your house. And church must happen in your house. Church can happen in your house and church must happen in your house. You must have members who come to your house for weekly meetings, which we call basenta meetings. Amen. Stabile. It can happen in your house or in somebody's house. You see, there are two types of people that I'm talking to. Those of you who can host the church in your house. And those of you who cannot, you can't host the church in your house, but you can go and do the church in somebody's house. You see, there are people who can give space, but they can't lead the church. They can't lead the meeting. Somebody must go and lead the meeting there. Do you see? And then there are people who can lead the meeting and they have a place. Do you, do you see? They have a place that they can, they can do it in their house and they can lead it. You must be one of them. You must fall in any group. I mean, there are three groups, basically. Those who can lead the church and have a space. Those who cannot lead, lead the church, but they have a space. And those who can lead the church, but they don't have a space. You must fall in one of these three categories. Amen. If you come to church on Tuesdays, you belong to this group. Hallelujah. So the first thing we must know is that there are two types of churches. And one is the one that meets in the main church on Sundays. And then the other one is the one that meets in houses after Sundays. There's no specific day. We may decide, okay, on this day to accompany our meetings, let's all do our Basenta meetings on these, these days. Or you have the whole week, make sure you have a Basenta meeting before. We will have all those variations. We will conclude whatever works for us. But this is the idea that Jody, if you say you have Basenta, you have a meeting during the week. And there are so many places you can have a meeting if you ask you. I mean, when I first started a church, a mission, I mean, 2004, when I started a mission, 
2004. I got a car in 2005. Yes. I used to hold meetings in my car. Yeah, I used to hold meetings. I'm having a serious meeting. I'm teaching you seriously it's in my car. The meeting is in the car. One, two, three, four. I pick this one, pick this one. And we start the meeting. It's in the car. Yeah. I remember a green, a green car, Green Day Wu. It came all the way from Korea. Yeah, it walked from Korea to this place. Look, the meeting will go on there. Do, do you understand? You can have a meeting under a tree. Anyway, but have a meeting. And have it. I mean, I'm talking about a meeting that you do everything we do in a meeting. Prayer, worship, teaching, taking an offering, everything. And you finish. Then you say, yes, now you have finished. Your, it's, if it's a church, I mean, if you were to go to church, what do you expect to happen in church? What has blessed that number one? Contestant number one. Prayer. Contestant number two. Prison. Contestant number three. We take an offering. Contestant number four. Preaching of the word. Contestants number five. Have members. Contestant number six. First timers. Salvation. All the things that happen in church. Is we come to church, we take pictures, take pictures. Yeah. We have communion, have communion. I mean, it's a full church. It, it, it will be what you make it. How you see it is how it will be. If you see that, look. They say I should come and do a church. Me, I don't know how to sing any song. I'm just going to do it. So we just meet. I share a revelation from the Bible and then we go home. That's what it will be. If you feel that it's a, it's a something, serious, it's something serious you are doing, it will all change. I mean, I don't know how to. But if you send me to go, I'll do I say, look, let us pray. We say prayer. Let us do praise. Yesterday is gone. Another day has come. Do something new in my life. Yesterday, yesterday is gone. Another day has come. Do God is doing something new in your life. In my life. Oh, do something new. Oh, we'll do it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do everything. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So that's what we are aiming at. Okay, so let's look at six things you should know about the Basenta. Six things quickly. I told you it's quick. So six things quickly. Number one, we said a Basenta is a church or the church in your house made up of centers. So six things. Number one, the Basenta, the Basenta is number one for teaching. Let me do teaching first. It's for teaching. What is it? So you can even look at six things that must happen in the basenta. One, teaching. People must be taught the word of God. It says, and they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. Verse 42. In the apostles, one of the first things that must happen, there is teaching. Teaching, one of the main things that must go in the basenta meeting is teaching. Any basenta that there's no teaching is going nowhere. You can't grow your people by taking them to go and play pool. We went to play pool. We are bonding. Bonding? You bond on the word of God. After you've bonded on your word of God, you can play pool. You can't be playing pool every single day. 
Next time somebody with a bigger pool table comes, that's the end. Yeah. The day they go and visit a guy who has a pool table in his house, they quit your basenta and they join his basenta. Amen. And that guy may not be a shepherd, but may be a wolf. Do you guess? I'm teaching you how to play pool. So bend over and play pool. Then... So, so you aim, you aim, make sure that the stick is on point. No, you can't hit that. I bend a little. Aye. Acts 22 in the Bible says, And how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but I have showed you, having taught you. Publicly, which is in the church, and from house to house, from where house to house, Acts twenty twenty, from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greek, repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. So, teaching of the word, teaching of the word. Teaching of the word number one. Teaching of the, so all of us basenta leaders must develop ourselves in teaching. Amen. See me so teaching that you can take book labor to be blessed and teach from it. You can take a book and open to a chapter. Labor, labor for the blessing of church builders and teach in your meeting. So today I've come to teach you a very powerful message. You can be blessed by becoming a church builder. Instead of laboring to be rich, labor for the blessing that God gives to church builders. God blesses people who build the church. I see you being a builder. And these are your members shouting amen. Not my members, your members. Four members, they are shouting amen. Then you start to read. Then you teach them. Then you teach how David tried to build a house for God. And how God was impressed by the fact that the idea came up to David. That I want to build a house for you. And God said, because this idea has occurred. God reminded David that all along since I delivered my children from bondage. Nobody has thought about building a house. I've just been living in tents. From tent to tent. From tent to tent. Then you ask them, can you imagine God himself is living in a tent? That's how David, how do you feel to see God living in a tent whilst you live in your nice house? How can you allow God, almighty God, the one who gave us all things, to be living in a tent when you and I, we are living in our houses? That's not, do you think it's fair? No, that's how, that's how God was blessed that David has such a thought. He said, because you have thought of this thing, me, God, I'll build a house for you. I'll build a house for you. And I'll let your children sit on the throne. I'll make sure that your children, there will always be a child of yours sitting on the throne. Forever. I will establish your kingdom forever. Say, ah, are you not you came to church? If I feel the presence of God here, I feel very blessed. My God, my God, I'm sure you are also blessed. Sister Ruby, say amen. And Sister Ruby will say amen. Clap your hands for Jesus. Then you see from the corner of your eye that Pastor Mel is there. Then you say, Aplodise Pujesu. 
<laughs> I got you. <laughs> yeah. Teaching. So if you are not ready to, you see, like, I'm saying that this year, let's stop doing things that look, that are not what they are. Things that are a phantom of what they are supposed to be. If you say you are, let's stop pseudo ministry. If you say that you are a basenta leader, then rise up and do basenta work properly. Rise up and do it well. We either have it or we ain't got it. Yeah, so rise up. I want to see stability in Sweetwater's holding a Basenta meeting during the week and teaching the people. Teaching the people. Teaching, because that's the, that's the essence of having a Basenta. To teach. In the New Testament, when they had the Basenta, they were teaching them. Teaching them. They continued in the apostles' doctrine. Paul said, I've taught you publicly and from house to house. Teaching the people. So rise up and become a teacher. To be a good basenta leader, you must learn to teach. What is teaching? Repeating what you have heard. Paul said, the things that I have taught you. The things that I have taught you. Amongst many witnesses. The same. Commit thou to faithful men. Who will also be able to teach others. That's all. That's teaching. So the thing, I saw somebody, I mean, somebody from, I think, Methodist Church in seminary. He, he's in seminary. He's learned. These are the people who learn how to do pastoral work. You know, you say, yeah, we didn't go to Bible school. No problem. They are learning how to, and he had put on his status, how to be a good preacher. To my surprise, the first thing was listen to good preaching. Listen to preaching. So you cannot preach. You don't listen to preaching. You preach what you have heard. You preach what people who cannot talk is because they cannot hear. That's why deaf and dumb it goes together. I don't know why um, blindness and a blocked nose don't go together, but deaf and dumb they go together. And people are deaf because they are deaf. Because you learn to talk by hearing. If you don't hear, you can't talk. You repeat what you have heard. That's how we teach children. Say ba, then they say ba. Say ba, uh, no, ba, ba. Then finally they start to say it. So you teach by, you, you talk by what you hear. Your ability to hear affects your ability to talk. So if you listen to preaching, then you can preach. Because what are you going to do? You are going to preach what you have heard. So, even the fact that you now have to teach, when you come and somebody is teaching, you listen more attentively. Like Jacob Zuma advised us. So, Jacob Zuma was advising us to learn how to preach a long time ago by telling us that, listen properly. So, now you will listen properly. When you listen properly, then you can teach. You are unable to teach because you don't listen properly. Part of the time that I'm preaching, you are daydreaming. Either daydreaming about food, daydreaming about a guy, daydreaming about a girl, just, I mean, they, even daydreaming about your problems. Yeah. That's the only way you can know how to teach. By, by listening to somebody teach. And teaching what you have heard. Teaching what you have heard. What I'm teaching is what I've heard. It's not like I've made up, I've made some pre- No, no, no. What, what do I do? I just listen to preaching. That's my, I just listen to preaching and I pray. That's all I do. Listen to preaching, pray, read. 
That's all I do. Then when I come, I come and talk. Then he says, yeah. Listening to, I just listen to somebody say it. Then I also come and say it to you. Yeah. He said, point number two to being a good teacher. He said, watch a lot of stand-up comedy. <laughs> I don't know how true that is, but... <laughs> so, I have to start watching a lot of stand-up comedy to add to my, my repertoire. So, teaching must go on. Number two. The Basenta has a specific set of teachings. Even today, if I can just do teaching and we go home, I'll be fine. As much as the Basenta involves teaching, it involves teaching a particular set of teachings. Hey, Pastor, you say I can't teach what I want to teach. You can't. That's what I'm saying. So that there's no ambiguity. That's what I'm saying. You can't teach anything you want to teach. You can't go and teach biology, physics, maths. You have gathered them. Because you got a distinction in maths, you have gathered them to teach them the calculus. No, you can't teach. Even from the Bible, you can't teach everything from the Bible or anything you like from the Bible. It has a set of teaching. If you read it there, verse, verse, go back, verse 42 of Acts 2. It says, they continued steadfastly in what? The apostles' doctrine. The apostle had a doctrine which they continued in. You can't come and teach Joyce Meyer's teachings there. It's not Joyce Meyer's teachings we are teaching. We like her teachings. Enjoying everyday life. But it's not Joyce Meyer's basenta. You can't come and teach... Um, Joel Austin's teachings there. Nice teaching. You listen to it, but you can't come and teach it. Some something small you heard from TD Jakes, just five minutes of something you heard. You have not even heard the total message. You can't say today, my message, God has laid it on my heart to preach to you and to let you know, woman, thou art loose. No, you can't. You cannot. I'm telling you in advance, you cannot. They continue in a specific teaching. There was a teaching that they were teaching. They had a set of teachings that we have a doctrine which we teach as a church. And that's what we expect taught in our centers. You don't like it, come and sit in the church, fold your arms and watch us. I said you cannot. You shan't, you won't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, and you shouldn't. It's not allowed, it's not accepted, it's not applicable. When we find out, we will close down that basenta because that basenta will not become what we want it to become. Can you imagine you are working at BMW? BMW, okay? You are in the assembling plant or those who model their the body. So as it gets to you, yesterday when you were going home, you saw a nice... Methodist Benz, uh, Mercedes Benz, a very nice Mercedes Benz. You saw it. So when you come to work the next day, you start to redesign all the BMWs to look like a Methodist Benz. I mean, think about it. How absurd it looks. 
So you change the design. You'll be fired the same day. And then you will say things like, ah, but it's a car. Is, is it not a car we are making? Yes, it's a car we are making, but we are making a BMW. Not a Mercedes-Benz. And even the BMW, we are making a specific C, uh, is, is that the one in series? Yeah, a specific series of BMW. You can't come and start to make seven series. Meanwhile, your plant is for, I mean, like South Africa, we make the C-class. Is that not so? Yeah, the Mercedes-Benz, we make the C-class. Then you can say, after you like your name, you are Emmanuel. Your name begins with E. So you have come, you are coming to make E-class. Is it not a Benz? We don't make E-class, we import E-class. We make C-class and we export it. There's a reason why Mercedes-Benz, they are plants here, they only make C-class. And they stop other plants from making a C-class. If everybody was making a C-class, who would buy our C-class? Do you get it? Yeah, nobody would buy our C-class. So it's a, you make C-class. I mean, one of my friends is a manager in Mercedes-Benz. I know what I'm talking about. You make C-class. Not even one of my friends. Well, I didn't say one of my friends. Let's, let's keep it as it is. Leave the first one where it is. Yeah. Then you can say, you, you want to make... You, look, you like the Mercedes-Benz with the round eyes. So you have come to make round eyes. E-class round eyes. Elegance. You have come to make E-class round eyes. They will suck you the same day. So there's a specific... So when, I'm sure when you go for training courses in our plant in South Africa, there's a, there's a general, they, they, let's say somebody goes to Germany, Mercedes-Benz is from Germany, somebody goes to Demla, Demla Benz, do you get it? Goes to Demla and in Germany to have a training. When you are from South Africa and then somebody else also comes from, say, America, from Chrysler in America to, to, for the training. When come, there's about 50% or so of whatever they teach them, it's the same. But because you are into C-class, I'm sure there are other things you are taught. And then these people are into E-class, they are also taught other things. Yeah, A-class, they are also taught other things. Whatever class is there again, they are all taught other things. Simple. By the time you made a G-wagon. Ah! You have made a G-wagon. Meanwhile, you don't make G-wagons here. You see, so when you go to do your basenta and you are teaching, there's a specific set of doctrines which we are to teach to make a specific type of members we are trying to build. Every church and what they emphasize on, every group and what they emphasize on, all of them are important, all of them are good, but where do you lay the emphasis? We lay our emphasis apart from salvation. Which is, which is the 50% I was talking about. Salvation, that everybody must be saved. To start working with Christ, you must be saved. That's the 50%. You must be baptized. You must be born again. You must be baptized. All those things. Yes. But there's a, a place where we just specialize in. We just specialize in. And one of our main emphasis as a church is Producing people to become disciples who win souls and do the work of God. Mm, that's our main emphasis. 
that's our main emphasis. Raising people up to become soul winners, people who serve God, who labor for God, whether as a lay person or as a full-time person, whether where you are or far away, that's our emphasis. Now, if you go and you start teaching healing, I mean, we believe in healing. Yeah, we believe in healing. But when you go and start teaching healing at your your, your, your bar center, by the time we leave you for like two years, by the time we realize your, your members are different, they are in the church, but they are different from the rest of the church. They are different, they don't fit. So you will see they will never come for Tuesday service because Tuesday service is for raising people for the work of God. So you will see that they, they, they are into Sunday, even Sunday they come, they don't come. When they hear that the convention, the pastor is going to lay his hands on people and hey, we have come. We have come for the prophetic. We have come for the prophet. Come on, tell us the mind of God concerning us. That's what they'll be, they'll be interested in. Yeah. 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 Do you get it? So we have our emphasis. So we stay with our teachings. Because our teachings are intended to produce a certain type of sheep. A certain type of Christian fits in our church. I mean, there's a church I know. When you go there, I mean, the pastor will just oh, um, give us a word that the Lord has laid on your heart. A prophet. And sometimes I'll be sitting there. I'll be wondering, hey, well, I don't have a prophecy. What is going to happen? So anytime I go to that church, I start listening to my spirit. If a prophecy if it's like you're under pressure as you sit there, I thank God I don't go there often. I'm all my life I've go, gone there one, two, three. Uh-huh. So it's like I thank God I don't go off because it's like you're under pressure to come up with a prophecy. Yeah, you're under pressure to come up with a prophecy. So then that's when people become liars because there's no prophecy in your heart on that day. And you can't say John 3:16, for God so loved the world, he gave it. Which is also a prophetic word from the Bible, you know. But you can't, it's not that type of prophecy there. They are expecting you to come to say, um, Jai says, Jai says, Jai says, Hi, Shatai Latayabasa. I see something. I see 372 people. I see 372 people coming from Israel over the Jordan. And as they come, then you give a word. On Wednesday, by the 14th, of, of, of 14th of February, 14th of Fe- 14th of February will be Valentine's Day. I prophesy to you that 14th of that's the prophecy. 14th of February will be Valentine's Day. Mark words. If I be a prophet of God, it will come to pass on the 14th of February. It shall be Valentine's Day. That say the Lord. That say the Lord. The fourteenth day of the second month shall be Valentine's Day, a day of love. Yeah, you are forced to come. You you have to come up with a prophecy. Yeah, with a prophecy. Hey. No, 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 no. Our emphasis is raising the common person, the everyday Christian, the average Joe, the businessman, the lawyer, the student, the educated one, the uneducated one, everybody, male, female, rise up, do something for Jesus who laid down his life for you. That's our emphasis. And that's what we are teaching. 
I said, if I can even get that out of the way today, I'll be very happy. That's our teaching. Set of teachings. Now when it comes to even our set of teachings, the doctrines of the apostle of the house. The apostle of the house is the visionary of the house. The founder of the church. And then it's the message that God has given to him. Why he called, when he called him, the message he gave to him, that's what we refer to as the apostle's doctrine. The doctrine that God gave to him. If you are in Benin's ministry, there will be a lot of Holy Spirit teachings and anointing teachings. I mean, there's nobody like Benny Hinn when it comes to anointing Holy Spirit. Nobody, nobody on the... I mean, if Benny Hinn was not on the face of the earth in our time, Christianity would be something else. It would be totally different. Yeah, totally different. Holy Spirit teachings. When you come to us, it's work for the Lord. That's what... That, the message the message God gave Benny Hinn was one. But it's listen to Benin when he said that every man of God, God gives that man of God one specific message. There'll be other messages that come to, it's all from God, but there's one particular message, that's the main message God has given to him. Then he started, he said, if you like Noah, build an ark, this, Abraham, sacrifice your son, this, like that, everybody, one specific, there'll be minor, minor callings, but there's, there's a major call as a specific thing, and that's the thing you do, and from there, God recognizes you. Yeah, God recognizes him. Yeah. And then he made an example. He said, even Ora Robert, God asked him to build a university. He did crusades, everything. But the main thing he believes God gave Ora Robert to do was to build a university. And that's what he did. Do you finish, you are gone. That's all. You've done well. Anything else you do, you are getting bonus points to add. In our house, this is the main teaching. This is the, this is the doctrine that God has given. It is the word that God has given laid on the heart of our founder. Which means that's the doctrine for us as a church. And that's what we teach everywhere. You can fry it. You can dice it. You can boil it. You can warm it. You can bake it. You can grill it. You can roast it. You can toast it. But it's that same word. It's that same word. Now, even with our set of teachings, there's a specific one which we teach in a specific season. Hello? In the season of February, we say we are deeply, January and February, we are looking closely at labor to be blessed. If we send you to go and do a bar center, you can't start doing transform your pastoral ministry. You can't go there and say, I've come to teach you one of the apostles' doctrines. You know, the apostle has many doctrines. One of them is labor to be blessed. Another one is anakazo. But this one is transform your pastoral ministry. We, we accept transform your pastoral ministry. But we may not be teaching that in that season. Why? Because we want our people to grow in a particular way. In a particular way. In a particular way. There will be a season we are focusing on prayer. Focus on prayer. A see, we are focused on giving. Focus on giving. So, Bishop, a lack man. If we sit away, taking the offering, it take the offering like a thief. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. If I don't take the offering like a thief, you don't have electricity today. Yeah, you'll be sitting in darkness. I know a church, they say they can be doing church service, then the electricity will go off. They've not bought electricity. I mean, in the middle of the preaching room, not load shedding. 
you see next door, there's electricity everywhere. You can hear that she's been playing music. The church, the electricity is finished. Uh-huh. That's why I have to take the electricity, the, 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 the offering with force. So that there's no time that electricity gets finished when we are in the church. Yeah. So teach what we are teaching at that given time. The specific, you look, <laughs> the specific one we are teaching at the time, that's what you teach. One of the common things we do, we do at Basenta meetings is to repeat what was taught on Sunday. Because you are trying to get the people to have a deeper understanding. As I'm preaching, nobody can ask me a question. Nobody can. I mean, who is, that? Who is so bold? I mean, you are so bold. You are bolder than Julius Malema. You say, please, I want to ask you a question. You raise your hand. You want to ask me. You may have confidence to raise your hand. When you finish raising, I'll ask you to put your hand down. <laughs> yes. I mean, it's not even about the putting your hand up. To put your hand up is the first challenge. If you gather the confidence to put your hand up, Jody, put your hand up. You gather the confidence to put your I will come and say, put your hand down. You put it up again. I said, put it down. You put it for it. I said, be healed in the name of Jesus. <laughs> if you put it up again, I come and say, come out of her now, you foul spirit. Yeah. By the time you finish, people have branded you demon possessed. <laughs> yeah, they say the madman of Peter Myersburg. Do you get it? But when you go for Basenta meeting, you can ask the Basenta leader that, oh, please, Sunday, Bishop was talking. He quoted a scripture. I didn't write it early. But the scripture, what scripture was that? So which one? You see, he said that, and um, then he used this something about what? Doctrine, uh-huh, the doctrine, but I didn't get it quick. I was writing when I raised it, it was gone. So, which then you say, Oh, it's Acts 2 42. I said, Ah, okay, let me check it. Then, uh-huh. Oh, I understand. So, uh, is Bishop saying that the only doctrine that is in the world is the one that you are preaching in the church? I said, Oh, no, that's not what he meant. He see what he meant was there are so many doctrines, but there's a particular doctrine for us. That's what we, we have. Then you give them, you, you, you now even start to use your examples to explain what I try to say. When you are going home and you start to smell your neighbor's food, it doesn't mean go and eat your neighbor's food. That's your neighbors are eating. You go to your house and eat your food. This is the food that is in our house. Our neighbor's food is nice. Our food is nice. But this is what we eat. We don't go and eat. Say, wow. Hey. I never understood it. But when you gave me the explanation, I saw that, yeah, this is the real, 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 real example. Next time I come to it and Bishop teaches and I don't understand, I'll only wait. When you come, I know that when you come, you will explain it to me. Yeah. The woman at the world, he said, I know that when Messiah cometh, he will, he will explain all these things to us. He will reveal these things to us. So the person will say, oh, no, you. So at that meeting, that's when you can ask questions. So this, so what about this? What about then the, the, you, the Basenta leader, you will answer the questions to the person. If you don't know the answer, say, oh, you know something? Sister, don't worry. When I come next week, I will answer the question. We, I had a pastor visiting me this weekend. He said, he told, he was talking to someone. He said, one day he invited his church. To come and preach. The service was started at 6.30. So they started prayer. Everything. They were expecting me at I think 7.30. 7.30 is not there. 
they took testimonies. They sang again. Eight o'clock, I'm still not there. They did, they tried to do dancing stars, film stars, any stars, all stars. Half past eight, I'm still not there. The service closes at nine. I'm still not there. They don't know. Should they preach? Should they? Ten minutes to nine, I arrived. He is saying, telling us. I was also listening. When I came, they introduced me to preach. I preached ten minutes. When I, ten minutes, I gave one revelation, ten minutes. I led people to Christ and I closed. Yeah. And then he was so sure. So he, he said, he came to see oh, Why don't you preach some more? Then he said, I said something that totally surprised. He said, you said that. The church, if God gives us grace, we will be here again. There's no need to force everything inside today. Next week, we'll be here again. Next week, we'll be here again. Hey, Pastor, why did you come so late? That's beyond your scope of study for today. <laughs> but the little I can say is that when your boss has a boss, that's what happens. Yeah, you say I should come and preach, but I also have a boss. If he says I should go and do something else, I'll go and do something else. That's how it works. I'm a man under authority. So somebody also tells me what to do, just as I tell you what to do. Yeah, simple and short. But my main point was that what we can do today, if God gives us life, we'll do tomorrow. So you ask your question, you don't know the answer. Don't try and manufacture an answer that doesn't exist. You just say, you know something? I'll answer this your question next week. Don't worry, hold that thought. Write it down. Remind me tomorrow, I'll answer. You go and find the right answer. Because what you should know is that your people, they will grow. They will eventually grow. So if you give them an answer that is not true, or it's fake or it's a manufactured answer. When they grow, they will see that you lie to them. It's better to tell them that you know something. This thing, I've not received it or I don't understand it. I don't know it. Let me go and check and come back to you. Then try to look famous. And then say something. Then later they will see that, no, the scripture you quoted is not in the Bible. No, 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 no. It's not in the Bible. You said Malachi chapter 5 verse 7. Then you quoted the thing. Then later they go and they say, they see that Malachi ends at 4. Hey! We are see, sir. Yeah! From that, don't believe anything you say again. Now, even when you quote every scripture you quote, they'll be checking. They'll check from this version. Check from this version. That's why the other time that I said some scripture that um, the media people organize it the way we wanted. I said, put dot, dot, dot there so that people know that that's not all the scripture. It's not like we delete. So next time when we quote a scripture to them, they'll say, oh no, the media people have written it the way Bishop wants it to be. No. Hallelujah. So in the basenta, the basenta is for teaching. Today's teaching I've done, my time is up. It's for teaching. And when it comes to teaching, teaching a specific doctrine. And when it comes to teaching a specific doctrine, teaching the part of that specific doctrine we are looking at in the given time. Amen. When you go to our church in Cape Town right now, our pastor there is teaching the apostles' doctrine, but he's teaching a specific part of the doctrine based on what he wants to achieve. I'm sure he's done labor to be blessed, but maybe he's doing strong Christian. And we are doing labor to be blessed and we are doing basenta today 
Do you get it? So it's like a person. You don't just come and start teaching. There are times in the year we all, even as a church, that's what we have feeding 527. We all, as a church in the whole denomination, teach a specific book, a specific doctrine. Don't say, oh, at that time I feel, I feel like teaching, uh, I feel like Bastelus, so I feel like teaching. <laughs> I feel like teaching amplify your pastoral ministry because when I teach amplify your pastoral ministry, people fall under the anointing. So I want them to be falling and falling. At that time, we are not into falling. Choose another time to let the people fall down. Choose your own time. Let them fall down in your own time. In this particular time, we have a specific teaching. Have a specific teaching, so may we stay with it. Amen. May we stay with it in the name of Jesus. May God use us for what He wants to do. Stand to your feet. Let's bring the service to a close. <laughs> Lift your hands and just pray for yourself for a second as we round up and say, Lord, make me into one of these Basenta leaders. People who have churches in houses. Churches in houses. Churches in houses. A church in a house. A church in a house. Use me, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. If you can use anything, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Lord use me Lord use me use me Lord use me Lord Take my hands Lord and my feet use me Lord Touch my heart and speak through me I offer myself use me If you can use me Lord use me Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus use me Use me, Lord. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father, thank you for everybody here. We offer ourselves as vessels for your use. Use each and every one of us to your glory. To your glory, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Use us for this Basenta move. Use us. For this church in your house, use. Use us. Fill us. Teach us, mold us, prepare us, and use us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We give you glory. We give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Say a better Amen. amen. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for everybody in Jesus. You are not born again. Pray this prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you Jesus for dying to save me. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated in the presence of God. Wow. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Marksburg, 
Oppo 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.